From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 12th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Police in Columbus received a call from Westmore Middle School yesterday afternoon that a man entered the school with a handgun and a machete. ONN's Clay Gordon has more. Caller told police that the suspect had a gun in the holster on his hip and a machete attached to his leg. Officers located 43-year-old Brian Johnson outside of the school. He was no longer carrying the weapons. According to court documents, school staff and other witnesses said that Johnson entered the school to pick up his child, who was a student there, but quickly left and put the handgun and machete inside his car. Johnson has been charged with a legal conveyance of a deadly weapon in a school safety zone. I'm Clay Gordon. The Ohio chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE, is reacting to the war between Israel and Hamas. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more with the group's executive director, Amina Barhumi. CARE Ohio says Israel should end its blockages and what they call apartheid measures against the Palestinian people. They say the money the U.S. is sending to Israel is leading to more violence. Our government has the ability to put an end to this by not funding and being complicit and calling an end to the escalation and truly being able to find the ability to talk about freedom and justice for Palestinians. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Amid the deadly conflict in Gaza, Ohio's senators are offering help to families with loved ones in Israel. ONN's Laura Queso in Cleveland has details. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance is working to help people with family in Israel return home safely. In a statement, Vance said, quote, to all Ohioans, if members of your family are trapped or missing in Israel, please contact my office at 202-224-3353. We will do everything in our power to ensure their safe return. Senator Sherrod Brown's office also told 3 News they are speaking with the Jewish community here in Ohio to see how they can help, too. I'm Laura Queso. North of Columbus in Delaware County, someone spray-painted a red swastika on a local school board campaign sign. Lad Dilgard is a resident who says he never thought someone would do such a thing, especially with the war that's happening in Israel. It's unbelievable. It it really is. Um, You you would think that people would be a little more, since it is kind of a tight-knit community, uh, a lot of good people here, a lot of working people, you would think they would be a little more sober and analytical on how they approach things. Dilgard says he is embarrassed for his community. There was significant expansion in the auto workers strike as 8,700 union workers at Ford's largest plant walked off the job last night. UAW President Sean Fain said the strike was called at the Kentucky truck plant in Louisville after Ford failed to update its contract offer. As the UAW strike approaches the one-month mark, more Americans sympathize with the striking workers than with the big three car companies employing them. ONN's Dave James has details. A new poll from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research shows 36% of Americans sympathize with the workers and their dispute with the automakers. 9% support the automakers and the rest back both or neither. 51% say labor unions help workers, while only 15% say they hurt working people. Workers, including thousands in Ohio, went on strike September 15th against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis, which owns the Jeep, Dodge, and Ram brands. Dave James, I'll win in news. In north-central Ohio, the Crestline Fire Department's chief 
is facing multiple charges, including theft in office. ONN's Yolanda Harris in Columbus reports. The state auditor's office says Chief Matthew Wells stole more than $60,000. The auditor's special investigations unit found he was employed by the Ohio Department of Education, the Springfield Township Fire Department, and the Pleasant Township Fire Department. He allegedly claimed the same work hours for two agencies or used paid leave from one while working for another. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine visited the Garfield Heights Police Department in suburban Cleveland. The department previously received $1.3 million from the Ohio Violent Crime Reduction Program and used it to create a task force specifically to stop violent crime in the area. DeWine applauded the effort. You know what works, you know how it works, you know what doesn't work, and, you know, to take that information and replicate it for Lima or Mansfield or Springfield, or it just makes... It makes so much sense. The department says violent crime has decreased 33% over 15 months. A sculpture commemorating the famous 1967 meeting in Cleveland of Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and other athletes, now known as the Ali Summit, has been unveiled on the site of the original gathering. The carbon steel art piece is a representation of the press conference table where the black athletes sat. John Wooten was one of the attendees that day 56 years ago, and he returned for the unveiling. Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were also part of the initial meeting that was viewed as a turning point in the civil rights movement. The art piece sits in front of what is now the American Cancer Society offices on Euclid Avenue. During the summit, it was the Negro Industrial Building. And outside of Athens, in the Plains, Ohio, a nonprofit is seeking new members for history preservation. ONN's Brett Wharf has more. The Friends of the Plains Mounds is the nonprofit. It is in place to help with preservation of the Plains American Indian Earthworks. They are looking deep into the future and asking about upcoming generations, hopeful the same amount of care will be put into the preservation for many years to come. New members on the board will help with the education spreading in Southeast Ohio. Sources close to the group say the Plains Mounds are the third largest Adena cultural site, behind one in Chillicothe and the other in Charleston, West Virginia. Brett Wharf, ONN News, Southeast Ohio. Thanks to our TV affiliates, WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.